everyone, this is a little bonus episode we got for you. Um, a couple weeks ago was a convention called Geekway to the West. It is a board game convention, a four-day board game convention located in St. Louis, Missouri. You get to go and you play a bunch of games. So we're going to kind of talk about the games that we uh, enjoyed, played, or that we uh, didn't enjoy. I only went three of the days because I have to work like a big kid, and my company I work for is in the gaming board gaming business, so we had, that was another one of our busy times because we, we had a booth at Geekway, so we had to get set up for that. Did you go all four days, Andrea? No, uh, Matt and I got back from Chicago Thursday, so we ended up going to Geekway next the next morning. Oh, jet setters! I had earned uh, I had earned some early outs at work. That's a thing I can earn, like as a prize. You know, you can get like a note of recognition from your boss, or you can leave work an hour early. And I'm like, I want to get out of here. <laughs> like, I don't need your praise. Just please let me leave. So I got to leave early on Thursday. I went straight over to the convention, and then Friday I had off work. So I spent Friday at work, and then I was there Saturday and Sunday. But I decided that I loved sleep too much, so I slept in, didn't show up to the board game convention till about you know the reasonable hour of noon. Mm-hmm. And then I was there till late, and then I went home and, you know, rinse and repeat. Right. But the nice thing about this year, I mean, there were a couple, you know, a lot of things they had improved or changed upon. One of the things was you don't didn't have to be present necessarily at the time for door prizes. Because I remember mm-hmm. previous years, you would get there early, pre- like, specifically give your badge to someone else because your badge needed to be present at the time door prizes were being drawn mm-hmm. in order to get them. So you would, like, leave all your badges with one person, and they would have to be there and sit through all the door prize announcements for every single day or not do what I did and sleep till noon. Right. You'd have to, like, wake up and be there. Um, But this year they just posted them online, Mm -hmm. and you had X amount of time to pick them up. So that was kind of convenient. I didn't win anything, but it was still convenient because I got to sleep easy knowing that I wasn't missing out on sweet, sweet free loot. So how Geekway is set up is... um, there's two different library rooms. There's a library room that you can check out games, and then there's a play-to-win. You check out these play-to-wins, and then you can enter your name into seeing if you can win the game at the end. It's a raffle. It's a raffle, yeah. Uh, one of our friends, Olivia's fiancé, actually won one. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ex Libris. Yeah, Ex which is a game about libraries. Yes. You want to create the best library. I think the flavor text is um, the mayor has opened up a new spot on city council. It's for, like, head librarian. So all the libraries in town are trying to get their libraries up to snuff to have basically show the mayor. So the mayor's going to come through, rate everybody's libraries, and the best library is going to become the new head of the council. So that's, like, the flavor text. And you're going through and you're creating this library, except... You're not a librarian. You are a librarian, but the librarians are all different creatures. So the first time I played, I think it was like the Crypt of, or the Catacombs of Knowledge or something, and I was playing as a mummy. So I had different special abilities as a mummy. One person played as a gelatinous cube, another person played as a goblin. And the goblin's special abilities is he steals your books. He's a little... I'm not going to say anything. He's just not, <laughs> not a good person if you are not the goblin. 
but it's lots of fun. You know, lots of creativity you see, and not just the games people play. They had a game design contest, so people who are interested in designing board games, they had booths like where Caitlin works, so you had different games and discounts where you could buy different things if you were interested in. Um, there was one whole booth just designed for box inserts. Mm-hmm. So if you're looking for inserts in some of those games that have all the little bits, and you want to organize them in a you know reasonable fashion, not like me, where it's just like a giant mess inside the box that you have to sort out every time you want to play, they have got something for everyone. There were um, a couple of... Uh... Um, companies there, like, uh, Stronghold Games, Stronghold Games was there, uh, that you could demo some of their games, uh, Steamroller was one of their new games that hadn't come out yet, and you could demo it, um, Tom Vassell was there, my fiancé was very excited, he has a little man crush on him. There was something Fox, I want to say White Fox Gaming? Gray Fox. Gray Fox? Gray Fox was there, so, and that was in the, um, marketplace, where you could buy games... Um, another thing that you could do was trade in old games you had for newer games. They had a s- system where you could bring in these old games. They would text you when somebody picked your game so that you can come and pick another game and so on and so forth. Uh, we participated in that. I was able to get um, Suburbia. I was able to get Suburbia and we got the Dead of Winter expansion. Um, actually, I'm kind of excited for that one. I love Dead of Winter. Me too. Uh, another thing they had was, like you said, the, the game, uh, design contest. A friend of ours actually won that. Yes. Congratulations to her. I loved her game. I didn't get to play it, but I want to. It was fun. It was really, it was good. Yeah. It was, part of the contest rules were the game had to only have so many bits, it had to fit in a certain size box, and it right. had to be teachable within a certain time frame. Right. So they had a lot of constraints, and I think they did a really good job given those right. constraints. And the game has a lot of, you know, it's still in development, obviously, right. so it's got other things it's still working on. Right. But for where it is right now, and having to fit inside those rules, they t- had said there were a lot of mechanics they had to cut or simplify just so it was easy to explain right. and tally, and again, I think they did a really good job of doing all that. I think it would be a, a fun game to just bring on, like, a road trip or something if you wanted something compact and simple. Uh, what was the name of the game? Do we know? Uh, they didn't have a title for it, but I think they decided they might say, call it Hot or Not. Yeah. I think the working title was Hot or Not, but since yeah. it's still in development, they haven't come up with anything yeah. permanent. So that was created by Jamie. Is she fiancé? Kevin. It? Jamie and, Ke- and Kevin. Jamie and Kevin. Jamie and Kevin. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I think because they won in a couple years, that's going to be the... the Every time you get a badge, when you check in, you get a game for free. They just hand you a game. And I think because Jamie and Kevin mm-hmm. won, they their game is going to be that prize in a couple of 2019. years. 2019. It'll be the free game that comes with all badges in 2019. Another. Well, I will be getting a badge. Okay. <laughs> uh, another great thing about uh, the convention is it is you got so much space. There's. We had the upstairs of the convention center and the downstairs of the convention center. You could spread out. Um, if you were in the main room, it was really noisy, but the other rooms were not used as much, so it was quiet there. On 
let's just kind of go through what our days were. Thursday, did you play any games that you were... Shoot, I have no idea. I okay. don't, didn't, I didn't remember my days that closely. I could tell you what my favorite game was. Tell us your favorite game. I really, really liked Fog of Love. Did either of you get the chance to play it? I got it? to play it with my I fiance. I wanted to, and I didn't get the chance to. It was one of those play-to-wins that were out almost every time you went. They only have a certain number, I think like five or six or something. It varies based it on varies what game based it is. Game. Mm-hmm. Uh, Fog of Love is a Walmart online exclusive only game. Yes, it is. And it is surprisingly good for what Walmart is. We actually had, so Jamie, the one who won the design contest, actually looked up the background for this game. The guy who invented this game designed it for his wife who hates board games. She despises board games, so he wanted to develop a game that she could play and enjoy. Fog of Love is a storytelling game where you play as two characters of, you know, girl and boy, 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 girl, girl, whatever, pick your genders, and you're basically developing a relationship. So you're flipping over scenario cards, and you have to basically pick a response, then A, B, or C, how would I respond to this situation? If you have matching answers, you get different, you know, relationship satisfaction points, your different traits, are you gentle, are you strict, are you disorganized, those vary, and at the end of the game, you have certain goals, like hidden goals, each of you has to meet. Um, so he designed this game as it's kind of a storytelling game. If you just play it, you flip over the cards, you don't really role play. not that enjoyable. But if you get into it, it can be a lot of fun. My sister played a one round where she played as a guy, and um, her partner who she was playing with, you basically get to assign traits. So her partner assigned the trait well-dressed and in a wheelchair. So she was this guy in a wheelchair, and she was terrible. She wanted to just win, so she was trying to do everything she could to get her character's points in order and just completely screwing over the person she was supposed to be in a relationship <laughs> They did not win because their relationship satisfaction was too low. But, um... To cut a long story short, the girl, or the wife, he designed this board game for, he spent years developing this board game, quit his job to, you know, work on it. She hates it. Oh, She still doesn't like it. She's still not into board games. (laughs) So it's one of those, oh, no. It's terrible. (laughs) But uh, the game itself is, um, what I really liked about it is it had a tutorial tutorial built into it Mm -hmm. so you just go through the tutorial cards bit by bit they explain it very nice the board itself is simplistic and beautiful um all those graphic design feels it was and that's graphic design my graphic design feels were all so high and i was so happy um my sister so she it was she had just gotten she only came on saturday sunday i think she only came on yeah, she only came on Saturday, Sunday. Um, we were playing a different game. We were playing Game of Thrones, the board game. And she saw somebody playing Fog of Love across the room. And she was like, I don't want to play Game of Thrones anymore. Can we go play that? And I was like, no. <laughs> One, it's impossible to get. We're going to have to find somebody who owns a copy already. We can't get it from the play and win because that was hot. It was always off. Right. impossible to find. So, like, no, but maybe later. <laughs> but, yeah, so it really stands out. Yeah. It was a really fun game. It's one of my favorites. One of those weird things I really like, the actual tokens you pick, you know, like the different bits, those are solid. They're like, like, uh, what is it, Splendor? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Those tokens, just they have that weighty feel to them. It's just Mm -hmm. so nice to hold them in your hand and you just want to sit and play with them. It was a really well thought out game, really nicely done. I, 10 out of 10, would play again. Unfortunately, it's only a Walmart 
online exclusive. It's fifty dollars. I not know. That bad. Yeah, it's not. But that when I you would... work for a board game company, hey, Caitlin, here's the thing. Hey, I'll what? buy it. Okay, you can buy it, and we can date. Okay. <laughs> Let's have the perfect Let's relationship. Do it. See, kids, you're wondering why I can't get a girlfriend. <laughs> there you go. There's an example of what you're supposed to do: just womb with fog of love. <laughs> Unless you're that guy's poor wife. <laughs> I don't think it's his poor wife. I think it's poor him. Uh, but you know, he's tried it's, uh, so hard. On the flip side, it's a little sad. Like, he devoted, like, come to terms, dude. She doesn't like the hobby you like. And that's right. okay. She still married you. But at least he tried, though. And he had a great success come out of it. Yeah. I don't know. If I was dating somebody and they were like, hey, you really need to like this hobby I like, I'm going to devote years of my life to try to convince you to like this hobby that I'm really into. I don't know. I'm going to stop making money for this. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, like... that... Mm, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's the point that, that hits me, though. Okay. Jessie's here with us. She didn't go... She went to the convention for a night because we played D&D. Do you want to talk about our D&D experience? Um, I... Yeah, I got to go. I've never been to Geekway, and I definitely think I'm convinced to go in the future, just being in the environment and being in the atmosphere, because we had tons of people come up and be like, you're playing D&D? That's awesome. And I'm like, yeah, it is awesome. So the campaign... <laughs> yeah, it is awesome. Uh, the campaign that I am DMing is Castle Amber. And um, if you don't know, Castle Amber is an old uh, AD&D module. And... What I liked is people came up and like, you're playing Castle Amber? Like, oh, it yeah. made me feel good that people knew what module I was playing. Like, I think they were impressed that we were playing an old, old, old game. AD&D. AD&D, like, mm-hmm. me and Olivia originally Olivia played and I. Olivia and I originally played it, and so I had to show other people. And, um... It's a brutal campaign. I love- it's not like... It's not a total uh, kill party, TKO, team knockout, but it can be if oh, you're I had stupid. so much fun. I loved eating the food and losing points. And, <laughs> but I also love that our game is all couples. It's me, Andrea, and Caitlin, and our significant others. And that's fun, because, mm-hmm. I don't know, I like doing stuff with my boyfriend. Yeah. I'm the same. I don't like doing stuff with mine. <laughs> but the question, would you bully your boyfriend to play D&D with you if he wasn't into it? <laughs> For years. <laughs> no. 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 I'd just be like, alright, well, you're just not going to see me tonight because I'm playing D&D. <laughs> Everyone's their own individual person. Mm-hmm. And you should respect that. But you, you want and you saw the space. It was um, awesome. I'm definitely yeah. going to go next year, and I, I know friends who've gone for years. I actually did go once back in, like, 2010 at 10 p.m. when everyone was gone. <gasps> yeah. You bad girl. Yeah. We played That's a board game. But I haven't thing. been since then, and it was really cool. That's another thing, is it is open real late. Um, Even after, like, all the vendors and everything leave, you, the convention center is still open and you can just stay. I think it has 24 hours. I think it's 24 hours. We played till 11 p.m. Play till you drop. I was there till, like, 2, 3 a.m. So when I said I stayed late and slept in, I was, I was partying hard. The convention center is connected to a hotel, so Mm -hmm. that's, they kind of have that liability, not liability, that ability to stay open Okay. Yeah, the convention center is 24 hours. I was thinking more along the lines of, like, Sunday when it closed. Like, I think they, they still go super late after all the vendors and everything yeah. has left, and, like, the actual convention is over. 
Um, you can still hang around, hang around and play whatever board games that you bought. Um, they do have a, one thing we didn't talk about, they do have a, like, garage sale kind of thing. Flea on market. S- flea market. Yeah, yeah, flea market on Sunday. I slept um, past it. I was sad. <laughs> where you can go in and see, it's a giant room with a whole bunch of people that have just a table, and they have whatever board games or dice or um, card games or whatever they're selling, and you can kind of see what you can find. We actually found one of our uh, one of our upcoming games there, so I'm very excited for that one. Oh, I, I, two. Two of them, yes, we did. We found two of them. I'm very excited about them. Also found, like, I'm really excited about it. We found Tonto Corey, two of the expansions for, like, Mm -hmm. $20, $25, and my friends were looking for it, so I was the cool kid that got them games for half off. Nice. Uh, Anyway, okay, well, so, Andrea, what was your favorite game that you played, or one of them, or all of them, or? Um, so I think that one of the games that I played that would probably be my favorite and I would definitely be interested in getting was Rising Sun. My only issue with it was if you play with three players, I feel like the whole um, mechanic of becoming allies is kind of just makes the whole thing one-sided. I didn't really like that mechanic with three players. I Mm -hmm. think if you had four players, that would be completely, like, useful, and you'd be able to switch around Mm -hmm. allies and everything. Um, And I like the whole gameplay. I like that there's so many different mechanics. The other issue I had was, because of the ally thing... um, There was a lot of, okay, well, I want to do this one thing, but if somebody puts two of their tokens on that to my one, then they get to do it. So I essentially have to waste two of my tokens to make sure that it's not not going to get taken from me. Yeah, I I do agree that uh, three players is not the prime spot to do if you're going to... Mm -hmm. I think it's fine if you don't have the team. Yeah, if you're not doing allies, I think three players is fine for Rising Sun, but I would say optimally you would want to play with four players, and I would love, I would absolutely love that game if we had four players. The figures to them are The figures are beautiful. You have to paint them. Yeah, you can. But I would probably just. But that makes it even better, though, because then you can have an original set, you know, paint it yourself. You'd have your own. Yes, but you would have to paint them. That's fine. I'll do you, have you painted minis before? Just do it. I haven't painted D&D. minis before. I, yeah. But, like, I'd have my own unique set, my own unique board game. That would be pretty cool. I really liked playing Rising Sun because they have, like, big Onis, and I got. I wanted to collect all the Onis. I didn't care if I won or not. I just wanted all of them. That was the other problem. Caitlin had all the monsters. I... <laughs> Caitlin had all the monsters, and then Matt was like, well, I didn't think you'd want to be my ally, so I just went with Caitlin. So they both had, like, all of these, like, strengths against me, and I was just the one that was like, I don't really have anything, so I guess I'm just gonna lose. A a good thing, another thing, um, each clan has a different special ability. Mm -hmm. With my special ability, I got to choose whichever action I wanted to take. Mm -hmm. Um, Normally, you, you choose from the tokens you have Mm -hmm. but i could just say screw it i want to do this and then i was the first to go which made it easier for me to buy stuff which is why how i got all the onis and i'm so i'm sorry that you're salty about it but they were my friends 
I'm not salty about you getting She's the salty. Onis. I'm salty about She's you both salty. ganging up on me in a three-player game. He asked me. Because he thought I wouldn't. Because I was mad at him. Because he did a bad thing to me. Is there something you want to talk about, Andrea? No. Do you have some anger issues? So my clan was... <laughs> <laughs> So my clan was really good at war. Basically, um, you can use were, coins. Were you really good at war? It doesn't sound like it. Yes, I was actually very good at war, <laughs> but when I had two different clans to fend off, two against one is kind of difficult. Um, my, my clan was really good at war. Basically, the mechanics of war were you start off um, with kind of your bidding sheet hidden and you can bid on different things so you can bid on getting more people to fight for you you can bid on um trying to kidnap one of their key players that's in the same space um you can try and commit seppaku seppaku uh you can try and commit yeah. yeah you can try and commit seppaku and like kill all of your guys um, so there's there's just a lot of different, like, strategies that you can take. Um, but you use your coins to determine that. What my people could do is my people could take coins and basically turn them into Ronin to fight for me. Um, and then Matt was the other one that played with us, and he, he had a clan that could uh, basically move around however they wanted. They didn't have to take, you know... Um, direct paths either through the sea or through the land, he could literally say, well, I'm over here and I want to go to the other side of the world, so I'm just going to do that now. He was the dragonfly No. Dragonfly something? He flew. He was yeah, air. he just flew around. He was Aang and just got to fly yeah. wherever he wanted. Yeah, so he just flew around and that was cool. That yeah. was nice. Uh, Rising Suns does have um, a lot of expansions. Uh, we didn't. We only played the base game. Uh, we unfortunately only got to play one game. That was another one of those play-to-win ones. Mm-hmm. We did not win. Nope. Sadly. I don't want anything ever. <laughs> it's real. You won my heart. I don't want that. Okay. Um. So, one of my favorite games we played was, that we haven't talked about, is probably Sagrada. I own it, so I don't really know if that's fair, but we did play it a lot. It is a beautiful, beautiful game where you try to create the best stained glass windows by rolling dice and using the dice as the glass. You take turns, you, there are certain parameters that you have to follow based on whatever card you have as your stained glass. Uh, sometimes you can only put put certain colors in the spot, or only you can only put certain numbers in the spot. Uh, it is a four-player game. Luckily, this I think it's this month. It is coming. They're coming out with the five to six-player expansion. Mm-hmm. I do have it pre-ordered. Thank you. Gonna get it as soon as it comes out. Um, it's really easy. You roll dice. You take turns. You make a beautiful, beautiful glass. You just have to pay attention to, you can't have the same colors next to each other, adjacent to each other, and you can't have the same numbers adjacent to each other. Mm-hmm. And we mess that up a lot. You mess that up a lot, Caitlin. Um, thank you. You've messed it up, too. <laughs> I've messed it up a couple of times. She's messed it up a lot. You're like, 
Oh no, I messed up again like three but times not, ago. But not as much as our other roommate. No, I'm pretty sure you messed up no, the No, he messes up more. Okay. I feel like fun. he messes himself up towards the end, but I think you're the one who places something and you're like, oh no, I can't do that. Yeah, but at least I catch myself eventually. A couple turns later. Shut up. Um, so that was my favorite. I don't think that was a play to win, was it? It was, I believe. It was. Oh, it was? Well, I have it, so I brought yeah, it. Yeah, because I tried to win yeah, it for myself because I wanted it. Uh, is there any other games that we want to talk about? Um, no, I think for a mini episode, we've given Greg quite a lot to work with. But in closing, I think Geekway is a really fun experience. If you're in the Midwest area, you should definitely consider looking into it if you like board games. If you're not in the Midwest area, it's been at a convention center with a hotel attached the past couple of years so if you're out of town it's very convenient just stay in the hotel you can board game as long or as much as you like mm -hmm. if you have a board game checked out from the library when it closes i think at 10 p.m yeah they let you keep it overnight with the condition you know please return it first thing in the morning when they open mm -hmm. so you can even check out games and play them overnight with your friends or bring board games if you'd like I think the biggest problem one of my friends who came in from Boston had is that he won too many games from the play and win. He had to repack his suitcase to figure out how oh, to get them. Boo -hoo. Yeah, boohoo for him. <laughs> he had he won. I think he won Imperial Settlers and Concordia, both one year from the play and win. He was just winning games like crazy. I think we all wanted to beat him up, but it's again a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. It's becoming a bigger con. It's it's been growing. Last year, um, I mean, this year we had like over three thousand people. Well, and yeah, like parking was insane. You, if you got there too late, you couldn't find a spot in the parking lot. Hardly, you had to park in like the adjacent neighborhoods. Want to talk to me about that? <laughs> uh, if you have a room there, they have a special hotel. Yeah, lot they have for you. hotel parking. So if you're coming from far away, it will be a lot easier to get a parking spot than if you're coming from another spot in St. Louis and you're getting up at noon yeah. <laughs> trying to get there. And St. Louis park. is a nice area to visit, so it's mm -hmm. not like you're just going... Well, I mean, you can just go to play games. There's plenty of games for you to play, but if you wanted to go out, eat some barbecue, get some toasted raviolis, because I know you people don't know what that is. <laughs> They're delicious. Gooey butter cake. It's also um, practically right down the street from Main Street St. Charles, which is a nice little area to visit. They've got a lot of little shops. If you play Pokemon Go, it's a great Pokemon Go spot. It is. Um, so that's another thing. If you get to a point where you're tired of sitting down and playing board games, you can go stretch your legs and walk down Main Street, and it's you know only like a five-minute drive away. Which is nice. Another great thing about Geekway is you can make friends there. You have the option. They have... Shut up! You have the power. You have the power to make friends. Uh, some people will set up a game and say they want players to come join. You meet new friends. You learn new games. Uh, that's how some people in this room met their uh, significant other right now. Looking at you two. Yeah, that's where I met Jesse. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> so it's it's a lot of fun. So we do suggest next year that you come out and visit. But don't talk to me. I'll don't talk playing. to Olivia, but you can talk to the rest <laughs> of us. You can talk to me. You can talk to me, too. 
I'll probably be sleeping. Maybe I'll go next year, yeah. You're ready to go. Yeah, I'm going to go. You should go. I actually was planning on going this year, but then I went to Boston for an entire week, and it just was too much back-to-back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I get that. All right, so make sure you like us on our social medias, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and Tumblr at Cardboard Curse. Um, if you went to Geekway and want to talk about it, you can email us or... Well, it's better, probably better on the social media. But if you want to email us, it is cardboardcurse at gmail.com. Uh, I love you all. Hope you have a very good night. Bye. 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 Bye.